It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Paolo Bancaro, Anthony Black, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, Goga Batadze, the Orlando Magic make their thesis statement and probably announce themselves a little bit to the NBA world, blowing out the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday night. Let's break down what that says about the Magic on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 5th, 2023. Hope you enjoyed that extra hour, or if you're listening to this early, that you will enjoy that extra hour. My name is Philip Rossreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic dominate. I said it, dominate. The Los Angeles Lakers 120 to 101, how they did it, and what that says about how they'll do it again and again and again and again. The thesis statement of the Orlando Magic coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We talked a little bit about this Friday, or last Friday, when the Magic defeated the Portland Trailblazers. And at that point, we had two wins under our belts. We could clearly see the kind of team this group was trying to become. And we could see common threads and, and commonalities and how the Magic were winning. Of course, back then, Paolo Vancaro wasn't playing quite like this. But Paolo Vancaro is honestly a great place to start. As we're trying to figure out who this Magic team is and what's going to define their success this season. And, and let's be clear, it does very much look like at 4-2 and two right now. Long way to go, but, but that the Magic have something cooking. This doesn't feel like other quote-unquote, strong starts that the Magic have had. And certainly beating the Los Angeles Lakers, the way that they beat them on Saturday night, that is the first, quote-unquote, marquee win of the season. This game was an announcement. It was a warning shot. It was, 
whatever you want to call it, it is putting the league on notice. Because the way the Magic won this game, from Paolo, from Franz, to the way A.B., Anthony Black, and Goga Batadze stepped into the starting lineup, we'll get to the injuries here in a minute, um, to the way that this team just is, the Magic did not relent or change who they are just because they were playing probably not an elite team at this juncture, but a team with some superstar players, a team that beat them earlier in the week, a team that does cause you to raise some eyebrows. Yes, the the headlines nationally are going to be what's wrong with the Lakers. I'm not going to sit here and pretend otherwise. The headlines nationally are going to be about the Lakers' struggles to rebound, the Lakers' struggles to match the Magic's physicality and intensity, the inconsistency of what they're saying about trying to limit LeBron James's minutes and yet needing him to play 35 minutes just to make it quasi-competitive in a 19-point loss. The national headlines are going to say all those things. But they're also going to say, well, the Magic outworked them. They're going to say that the Magic did something to this Lakers team that knocked them off balance. And those basketball heads will probably take a look at this game and be like, oh, the Magic might actually be a good team. They might actually be a team that we need to watch and watch more carefully. And, you know, some of those people, and certainly the the highlights will say it too, will say, oh, well, that's because of Paolo Bancaro, a guy who had 25 points following up his strong effort on Thursday, his 30-point game on Thursday, putting the slow start for the first four games behind him, nine for 15 shooting, uh, seven rebounds, a career-high 10 assists, first points, assists, double-double of his career. That triple-double's coming, and I, I believe in Paolo. Um, they're going to look at Franz Wagner and his 26 points and how he just knifed his way through the defense. Yes, the stars are the attraction, and I'm not going to sit here and say otherwise. The, this is the first game that I believe both Paolo and Franz eclipsed 20 points, and you can see how devastating the Magic's offense can be when they are doing that even with Franz not at his usually efficient best. 12 for 28 shooting. We'll talk more about that uh, in, in our box score segment at the end of the show. This was, this is this is an important part of the magic. And, and obviously the star players, we obsess with them because they are important. They will matter for when this team is trying to win and trying to compete at that highest level. And, and yes, we are and we should be thinking about that. But that's not the thesis. That's not the why. The why is plays like the one Paolo made where he deflected an alley-oop attempt. Where he made the read, slid over, and made a play on the ball. It's Franz getting into LeBron defensively. And, and, you know, again, holding LeBron to, uh, let me look at the stats, 24 points, 8 for 50 shooting. You know, three turnovers against LeBron. It's, it's Goga Batadze guarding Anthony Davis and Anthony Black digging in, the rookie digging in to, to trap him, and Paolo sitting on the counter for a, a devastating triple team. The thesis statement for the Magic is yes, the stars are the stars, but what the stars do is get downhill. What the stars do is they attack. 
What this Magic team does is they defend. They are unrelenting. They get into passing lanes. They play physically. They dare the officials to call everything. And so, yeah, maybe they do foul a little too much. But they don't care. They're going to make you feel them. They're going to make you know you played against the Orlando Magic. And seven turnovers in the first quarter for the Lakers that helped build a 14-point Magic lead that the Magic never gave up, quite frankly. That's who this Magic team is. Orlando posted a 103 defensive rating in this game against a really good Lakers team. Let's 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 I mean they're struggling right now, but they're a good team. Orlando got after the Lakers. They lost several stat categories that they normally win, but they were all over Los Angeles from the start of the game to the end. They outworked, they outhustled, they gritted and grinded and, and, and all the other heart and hustled. I don't know if that's a verb. This is who the Magic are. And it's not just Jalen Suggs, who is a menace. It's not just Anthony Black, who is a far smarter defender than the 19-year-old should be playing in his first start. We'll get to him in a second. It's not just Goga Batadze stepping in and blocking shots or Mo Wagner taking charges. It's everyone doing their part, including Paolo and Franz, who bring the attack mindset from their off from the offense to the defense too. Everyone is bought in. Everyone believes, and it is wins and games like this that cement that lead, that cement that belief, that cement who this team can be. The Magic led by as much as 25. This game, this game was elementary, my dear Watson. This is a team that has proven itself throughout this season capable. Jamal Mosley said before the game that this early in the season, you don't really want to look at numbers. You know, it's a little early. The stats aren't quite settled down yet. But you are looking for trends. You are looking for similarities. You are looking for things that are the same. Well, we know one thing is the same about this Magic team day in, day out, game in, game out. They are going to defend at a high level. And almost nothing else matters. Jamal Mosley probably said it best after the game. One thing everyone around this league is going to know about the Orlando Magic is they are going to defend. They could be missing shots. They could be making shots. You are going to know you played the Orlando Magic. And that is the thesis statement. That is the mission statement for the team the rest of the season. If they can bottle up the energy, and this was a heck of a game for the Magic, by the way, 123 offensive rating. They did the job. If they could bottle up the energy and enthusiasm and focus that helped them beat the Lakers, the Magic are going to have a very successful season. The Atlanta Magic, though, got help from an unexpected place, but maybe there's someone they did expect. We'll talk about how Anthony Black entered the chat room coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our friends over at Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it is important to be prepared. 
we're coming to the end of hurricane season. There's still a few hurricanes that could that could come up in the Gulf, and you need to be ready for anything that can happen. Weather turns quickly, even here in Central Florida. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's need. Go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON at jacemedical.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I don't want to bury the lead. Um, so I thought, you know, we'll, we'll talk, we're going to talk more about some of these injury issues uh, on Monday's episode of Locked on Magic. So you will, you'll get another episode of Locked on Magic. Don't worry. Um, we will talk more about what the Magic are going to have to do and what they're going to need to do uh, with the injury issues. But the storyline before the game on Saturday was all about injuries. Gary Harris was ruled out with a strained right groin. groin. Uh, Marco Fultz was out with uh, left knee swelling. Uh, both of those guys continue to be uh, mostly described it as day-to-day. They'll be kind of evaluated on, on a day-to-day basis. Wendell Carter is obviously the big story, and we're going to talk more specifically about him tomorrow, so I'm not ignoring that. We're going to get to that uh, get to that uh, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But Wendell Carter is going to have surgery to repair a fracture in the third metacarpal of his left hand. That is, I believe, this bone right here. It's the bone that connects the, the, the middle finger to your wrist. Um, that is the metacarpal. Um, if I remember my high school biology correctly, um, it's, it's, it's somewhere near. Um, so he, he was, he was at magic shoot around. He was at the magic game. His hand was heavily wrapped. It was like an ACE wrap. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually accurate. So I I won't say that, but just, it was heavily wrapped. Um, he is going to have surgery the time he's going to be reevaluated again in three weeks. So we'll, we'll start asking a little bit about him around Thanksgiving, I would not expect him to play before Christmas at this point. Surgery is the longer-term option, not the shorter-term option. Um, so the Magic can be, be without their starting center for a little while. Um, and he's going to miss the entire in-season tournament, um, which is disappointing, obviously. Um, but the point is, and we're going to talk more about Wendell more specifically tomorrow on our next episode of Locked on Magic on, this, on the Sunday-Monday episode of Locked on Magic. But more specifically then... Um, the Magic are going to have to rally around. They're going to have to find guys to fill in. And it worked brilliantly on Saturday. Goga Batadze blocked Anthony uh, Davis's shot on the first possession of the game. Uh, ended up with five blocks, a double-double of 10 points, 10 rebounds. We'll, we'll talk more about his game here in a minute. But with Gary and Markell out, Anthony Black all of a sudden went from out of the rotation to in the starting lineup. Jamal Mosley opted to maintain playing rotation. So he didn't want to disrupt 
the Magic's playing rotations, things have generally been working good. There's There's been some little warning signs here and there. Um, but things have generally been working good. Mosley's not interrupting that. They're going to keep kind of the same playing groups together and, and insert two new starters in Black and Batadze. Black is obviously the kind of prized rookie, sixth overall pick. But nobody could have expected him to make the immediate impact he has. He scored nine points against Utah Jazz and was a critical player for that game, in that game, including being on the floor as a defender on the final possessions. That's a lot of trust in a rookie. He came back into this game, first start, and you know Mosley told the story before when 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 he announced the starting lineup, we uh, uh, the media asked him, you know, what was the uh, or what is what was his reaction to being named a starter? And he said he really didn't have a reaction. He was just focused on the game. That's the kind of kid that Anthony Black is. And Black admitted after the game that, you know, during the tip-off, like the moment did hit him a little bit, but this guy is so even-keeled. It looked like he'd been starting forever. And he brought the same, again, intensity and energy defensively that the Magic need. Orlando seems perfectly willing to give up a little bit offensively early on in order to establish themselves defensively at the beginning of the game. And Black helped them do that and contributed far more on defense than he did on offense, which is incredible considering he, he scored 11 points, made four of six shots, two of two from three. He's actually He actually made his first 10 career shots, made his first four shots of this game, was two of three from beyond the arc, so he hit two corner threes, which again was a big concern of his entering the season. Anthony Black really is going to make it, if, if he keeps playing this way, is really going to make it hard to take him out of the rotation because he plays with so much energy. He plays with so much heart. He gets after everyone just as much as anyone else on this team. It's it's impressive to watch. And it's impressive to see from a player so young and a player who had to bide and wait his time. There's a lot of rookies, especially guys who were drafted six overall, that wouldn't take going to the bench and coming off the bench as well as Anthony Black has taken this. Who wouldn't have been as ready for the moment when his number was called. And that's what Black did. He stayed ready so he wouldn't have to be ready. Or whatever the phrasing is. I don't know. It's it's getting late for me. Um, Anthony Black has been far more than I think a lot of us expected. I thought he was going to need some more time. You know, the offense is definitely still very rudimentary, but he's such a smart cutter and and everyone talks about his basketball IQ and how he fits into this team. He just finds ways to impact the game and even finds a way to impact the game on offense. There is no stopping this dude. It's, It's downright impressive. And the fact that Black did this with so little prep time and so little run up that he was just really thrown into the deep end. And obviously he had Jalen Suggs to help him and, 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 and the Magic's kind of veteran crew, but thrown into the deep end as a starting as a starter in really his first minutes of his career. There's a lot of questions about this pick, but he fits the magic to a T. That thesis statement I talked about, that aggressive, assertive, physical, lengthy defense that is the the, the hallmark of this young Magic team on this young season, Anthony Black fits that. 
and he makes it work. Now, obviously, there's no scout on him yet. I think the Magic have him playing a very like condensed role, essentially. They're not asking him to do a lot. They're not putting a lot of a lot of responsibility on his plate. But Black is a big reason why the Magic won this game. Black is a huge reason why this team did take that step forward and, and why this team was able to dominate this game on both ends the way they did. Set that tone early in the game. And it is certainly going to be one of the most difficult things to do to ask him to go back to the bench. I don't think it's happening. I don't think the Magic will be able to do that. The kid plays too hard and just makes winning smart basketball plays. Now again, we'll see how scout how the scout evolves on him. He's making shots right now, which is going to help him out a ton. But Black has really found his focus and put himself in a great spot. As we always do after games, we're going to run through the final box score. We'll do that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, daily fantasy sports is hard. A lot of these other games are really complicated. They have these weird these weird systems to determine scoring and the salary cap's confusing and you're just playing against sharks don't play against sharks be the shark because with prize picks it's just you versus the numbers all you have to do is project more or less than the projected numbers and then you just collect your prize you can run up to 25 times your money on an entry and the best part is you can combine sports on your entries too you can put a Put an entry together with some basketball, with some football. You can even combine the football and basketball and say, I'm going to say that that there will be more than 10.5 LeBron James threes and Travis Kelsey receptions. It's that easy and it's that much fun to play. You can put together a, 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 a prize pick entry of five. You win on three correct answers. That's that's really the best value you can get. And prize picks offers injury protection if players leave if players in a football or basketball game leave in the first half and do not return, that pick will be returned to you. It's that it's really, really awesome. Prize picks takes care of their people. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As we always do after games, let's go through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat the Los Angeles Lakers 120 to 101. And, and like opening night, second, second home game of the year, 
I got to give a lot of credit to the crowd at the Amway Center. Usually when the Lakers come to town, you see a lot of gold. You see a lot of purple. And, and the gold and purple were definitely there. But not, they were silent, not only because their team was getting roughhoused and beaten up. They were silent because the Magic fans outnumbered them. And, you know, that's a small thing. They're the Lakers. You know, it is what it is. I, I don't, you know, you, you have to admit that they are a big franchise. They have a big following. Yada, 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 yada. Magic fans showed up and made the Amway Center a fortress. Um, the Magic play, you know, three of the, these, three of the next four, including a Saturday's game against the Lakers at the Amway Center. There are not a lot of home games in this first half of the schedule. Orlando's got to take advantage of these. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be protecting the kingdom, the kingdom on the rise here with, with the city edition court going down for Monday's game against Dallas. The magic showed up, magic fans showed up and gave this team so much energy. If, if these first two games are any indication, the Amway center is going to be a tough place to play. Um, it's going to be very, very exciting to watch this team play uh, at the Amway center and, and do the, and do these things. Uh, so kudos, I, I gotta, I gotta start there and give kudos there. Let's, Let's run through the final box score. Again, not, not great shooting in this game. Orlando shoots just 45.5%. They really struggled a little bit with his zone defense. The Lakers you know, slapped on them uh, in the fourth quarter. I think they were like four for 14 at one point in the fourth quarter. Um, this just you know, missing some shots, just struggling, just overthinking it, not being aggressive. This game was all about aggression. This game was all about getting in the paint, being the being the physically assertive team, like the Magic didn't care that they put the Lakers on the line 21 times, they were going to be more physically dominant and assertive, and that's just again that's such a big part of who this team's going to be. 12 for 33 from beyond the arc, Orlando shoots the ball well from three. 16 for 19 from the foul line. 51 rebounds that includes 19 offensive rebounds, and as it says, there are 36 second chance points. Orlando does win points in the paint, 60 to 52. To get 60 points in the paint is a crazy good number. Uh, Orlando even left some on the board there, 30 for 60 in the paint. Lakers get 52. That number jumped up a lot in the second half. Orlando's defense got a little bit loose in the second half, but again, made the plays when they had to, had to make them. I'm going to get to Paolo in a second, but we got to name our player of the game. It is Anthony Black stepping into the starting lineup, making the plays that he made on both ends of the floor, made a real big impact offensively with 11 points, made his first four shots, made two three-pointers. Just really impactful game, and, and you see why the Magic like him. You see why the Magic, um, why the Magic are going with him, and and what he means to this team. The star of the night, though, and player of the night, Anthony Black. Star of the night is Paolo Bancaro. Second straight game where he looks like the Paolo we remember, and he stepped up and made a show of it against LeBron James. The highlight of the night was Paolo crossing up LeBron getting to the basket, drawing contact on Anthony Davis and hitting a really tough left-handed layup uh, for the foul and the and one. Just a fantastic play. He finishes the night with 25 points, seven rebounds, 10 assists. I want to talk about the assists. There were great assists. There's a no-look assist in there. There's just really, really smart assists. Paolo Bancaro has been passing like this, not to this volume, but He's been making great plays, and the turnovers are still a little high, and, and I think you expect that as he becomes more of a playmaker, but he's been making great passes, great feeds, and great finds the entire season. In fact, you, I, I would argue that that was kind of the thing holding him back. He was trying too hard to be a good teammate and not trying to be aggressive and making quick moves to the basket. 
Because Vaquero established himself early, because he established an aggressive mindset early, he was able to set others up throughout the game. He was able to attract the attention. Okay, Carroll made note of this after the game that he didn't really learn or figure this out until late in the season and really studied this on tape. I know a lot of us wanted Bancaro to get better as a shooter, which he absolutely needs to, and get better as a more efficient scorer, which he absolutely needs to. But it may be the case that that Bancaro opted this summer or opted this offseason to really focus on this part of his game. And, and, and honestly, like my observation was he was trying too hard to get others involved and not looking for his own. And, and the balance that a lot of stars have to go through um, as they get better is learning, okay, when do I go get mine? And when do I go make sure others are involved? And typically the stars will lean to, toward, okay, I'm going to get mine now. I'm going to force my shots. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my baskets and not enough on let me get others involved. They have to learn how to get others involved and how to make that balance. Dan Carroll seemed, seemed at least early in the season to tip the other way. He was trying too hard to get others involved and not enough to get himself going. And so what we've seen these last two games is made Carroll get himself going, but still get others involved. And, and that has been consistent. He can do both. He's not Spider-Man. He can do both. Um, it, it's It's definitely... It's definitely a, a great development, and it's something we're going to watch. I do think Paolo Bancaro is getting a triple-double at some point this year. I, I think I think it is inevitable that Bancaro is going to get a triple-double. He almost had one tonight. Maybe if the game were tighter, maybe he would have had it, but he did an, and he did an excellent job defensively. Too. His defense has, has, has jumped leaps and bounds from last year as well. Let's talk about Franz Wagner, because the other part of that coin is Franz Wagner is starting to hunt his shots a little bit more. 26 points, 12 for 28 shooting, five rebounds for Franz, only two assists. Um, the 28 field goal attempts stands out. And, and I posted that and I was like, Franz had 28 field goal attempts. None of those shots were necessarily bad. There's maybe a few bad, bad ones in there. But he's been hunting his shots a lot more this year. Uh, that's been a criticism Magic fans had for him, that he disappears too much, that he doesn't shoot enough, even though he's like second on the team in field goal attempts per game. He's been trying to shoot more. He's at, entered the game. He only had uh, three three-point attempts. He's one for three from deep. He entered the game averaging seven three-point attempts per game. I don't. I, I do think that is intentional. There, it, there is an intention to seek out more three-pointers, to seek out more of these shot opportunities. And it's going to take some growing pains. There might be some bad nights. And there's a long stretch in that fourth quarter where Franz was getting into the middle of the zone, trying to shoot floaters over Anthony Davis and missing them. That's okay. And, and Franz said after the game, he was probably too aggressive in this game going for the 28 field goal attempts. But I think there's a lot of Magic fans who don't mind it or don't mind an occasional game like this where he really tests the limit a little bit. Where he tries to do you know, not do too much. Like it all felt very natural. Didn't feel like they were bad shots. But he was definitely very assertive and has been very assertive this year. And that's why his efficiency has been down. I loved this game from Franz Wagner. If it, this, the shooting will be there. The shots, the shot quality was generally fine. So now we just have to get Franz to, you know, figure out that balance too. Both he and Paolo are figuring out that balance. And Franz tipped the other way. Now he's tipped. Now he's tipped completely the other way toward the score toward the scoring side of, of things. That's a good thing. And obviously in this game, it didn't hurt the magic that that he missed all those shots, but he was aggressive and assertive. 
And, and that's really all the Magic can ask for. Uh, like I said, Goga Batadze stepped in for Wendell Carter in the starting lineup. 10 points, 3 for 6 shooting, 10 rebounds for him, including 4 offensive rebounds, 5 block shots. He's in there for his defense more than anything else. Made some great plays, great blocks to, to really establish the Magic's paint defense. Just a fantastic job from him. Don't sleep on Mo Wagner either. 13 points, 6 for 10 shooting, uh, 8 rebounds, 5 offensive rebounds. Did have 5 fouls. He's Mo Wagner. But Mo was excellent in his role. He's been excellent all season long. The fact that Goga Batadze starting is not a statement against Mo Wagner. It is that Mo Wagner works really well in this role, and the Magic just don't really feel the need to disrupt that. Cole Anthony had 14 points, 4 for 9 shooting, 3 for 5 from deep, added 5 rebounds as well. Uh, Anthony Black had 11. Jalen Suggs with just 9 on 4 for 11 shooting, had 6 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and a block as well. The Orlando Magic, again, do an excellent job. They, they, they didn't lead wire to wire. The Lakers held the lead early, but Orlando did a good job competing through the early kind of kind of onrush, really establishing that they were going to be the aggressors. And, and that's that's really what this team in this game is going to be about for the Magic every single night. Again, we're still learning who this team is and what their formula for winning is, but we really saw, I think, a statement made by this team. Maybe not, you know, it's too early to, to make a statement win over an opponent, but a statement in that, okay, the, the NBA world is always watching LeBron. So they had a really good game against LeBron where they really showed this is what magic basketball looks like. This is who we are and who we're going to be. And we're going to be really, really tough to beat. So really impressive win for the Orlando Magic, 120 to 101. That's going to do it for me though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the family signal podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. You can also check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's patreon.com slash Hub for exclusive content, insights, and additional information on the Orlando Magic. Check it out today, uh, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I truly appreciate your support. For my everyday crew, on our next episode of Lockdown Magic, we are going to chat about Wendell Carter, the injury prognosis, what it means for the Orlando Magic, and how they fill in. We'll talk a lot about this game for sure, but a lot about last year too and what the Magic may have learned from last year's Wendell Carter absence. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.